The Seine is literally the center of life in Paris, flowing right through the heart of the capital. Considered one of the most romantic rivers in the world, the Seine is overflowing with history and a great way to discover the capital. More recently, officials have given the Seine a facelift, making the banks more accessible and improving the quality of the water. Join us for this aquatic episode of French Connections Plus, where we dive into the wondrous waters of the River Seine. just a body of water running through the heart of the capital. In many ways, it's the very reason Paris exists. A precious lifeline and source of water, the river has defined the capital ever since it was first settled by a Celtic tribe known as the Parisian about 300 BC. It was on these banks in the Middle Ages that merchants first set up shop, creating a city that would dwarf bigger rivals like Lyon or Marseille. It's also on these banks that the world's finest architects built Notre Dame Cathedral, the Louvre and the Eiffel Tower, monuments that draw millions of visitors each year. In fact, the Seine itself is Paris's fourth most popular attraction. So if you want to see the sights of Paris without waiting in line for hours, your best bet is probably a boat ride. Julie de Vernet, thank you so much for being with us today. You work with the Vedette de Paris. Now, the first boat tours started with the international exhibition of 1867. These days, Paris is the number one tourist port in the world. How many tourists do you have a year and what's their profile? Alors, on accueille chez Vedette de Paris entre 700 jusqu'à 800 000 passagers par an. Ils viennent du monde entier, évidemment, avec un profil de clients, beaucoup d'individuels qui voyagent, et puis une clientèle de familles ou de gens qui voyagent entre amis. And the Seine is going to play a very important role in the Olympics in 2024. Tell us a bit more about that. Vedette de Paris a eu la chance d'être sélectionnée et ses bateaux sont sélectionnés pour participer à la cérémonie d'ouverture de Paris 2024 pour faire le show, le spectacle d'ouverture. Pendant cette cérémonie, on va avoir la, la chance et le privilège de transporter les, les athlètes des délégations qui vont naviguer pendant la parade de cérémonie d'ouverture et qui vont débarquer ici au pied de la Tour Eiffel. So apart from the river cruises, there's actually a whole community along the Seine. Can you tell us about life on the river? Il y a une activité très dense sur la Seine euh, qu'on ignore souvent. D'abord une activité bon, bah, touristique, on en a parlé, mais aussi de transport de marchandises. Il y a une population parisienne qui habite encore la Seine et quand on prend le bateau, on voit effectivement euh, au-delà des monuments des bateaux d'habitation euh, qui sont là et sur lesquels les gens vivent effectivement toute l'année, euh, voilà, comme dans un appartement ou une maison. A boat ride along the Seine offers spectacular views of Paris monuments, the greatest hits, you might say. Tour guide Manon Roth told us more about life along the river. In addition to the Vedette de Paris, there are other boat companies. One that a lot of people have heard of is the bateau mouche. What is a bateau mouche? Why? Alors les bateaux mouches, c'est une expression qui vient du quartier de la Mouche à Lyon. Et il y a beaucoup de compagnies de bateaux mouches qui sont développées à Lyon, à Paris, ailleurs. Et aujourd'hui, c'est vraiment célèbre. And Manon, people say that the Seine is the most romantic river in the world. What's so magical about it? 
Déjà, c'est une rivière qui a vraiment des lumières magnifiques quand Paris s'anime. Et c'est aussi une rivière magique plutôt parce qu'il y a le pont des arts, qui est aussi appelé le pont des amoureux, qui traverse la rivière. Bon, avant, il y avait énormément de cadenas qui étaient accrochés dessus. Malheureusement, ces cadenas, ils pesaient trop lourds, donc on a dû les enlever. Mais on est sûr que l'amour est encore là. C'est vraiment une rivière romantique. Manon, thank you so much. If you want to know more fun facts about the Seine, here's a closer look. At 777 kilometers, the Seine is France's third longest river, stretching from the southeastern Côte d'Or region all the way to the English Channel. Legend has it that a Gallo-Roman goddess named Sequana gave her name to the river. The Seine runs through Paris for over 13 kilometers, splitting the city into two halves, the Rive Gauche, left bank, and the Rive Droite, right bank. It's crossed by nearly 40 bridges. Paris has strong ties to its river, which is featured on the city's coat of arms with the motto Fluctuat nec mergitur. She may be rocked by the waves, she doesn't sink. You can also spot the Seine in the logo of Paris's public transport company, the RATP. Up until the 19th century, Parisians drank water from the river, and swimming in it was popular up until the 1920s. But it's not all fun and games, as the Seine has a nasty habit of bursting its banks. During the first ever recorded flood of 1658, water rose to the spectacular height of 8.8 meters, a record nearly beaten in 1910 when the river almost submerged the Zouave's head, a statue on the Alma Bridge that's become an unofficial indicator of the Seine's rising waters. When they're not underwater, the banks of the river are a beautiful place for walks, picnics, and even dancing. Indeed, the Seine has always symbolized Paris's romance, inspiring countless artists and lovers. The banks of the Seine have been a UNESCO World Heritage Site since 1991. In recent years, there have been attempts to make them more accessible to the public. Once upon a time, this was a very busy highway where we are right now. In 2013 and then in 2016, stretches of the highway were permanently closed to vehicles and made into a promenade for bicycle riders and pedestrians. Socialist mayor Anne Hidalgo drew a lot of criticism at the time, particularly from motorists, but since then, les quais, they're known in French, have become very popular with both tourists and locals. Les quais is where you'll find another Parisian institution, les bouquinistes, vendors who sell old books in their iconic green stalls, and we're off to meet one right now. With some 1,000 green boxes spreading from the Louvre Museum to well past Notre-Dame, the bouquinists are said to make up the world's largest open-air bookshop. There are over 300,000 second-hand works, a bookworm's paradise. Jérôme Calais, thank you for being with us today. You're the president of the Association of Parisian Bouquinistes, which is a very old profession. Uh, it's been around for several centuries. Can you tell us a little bit about its history? Oui, c'est une très ancienne profession. C'est probablement le dernier petit métier strictement parisien encore en activité. Ça fait 450 ans que nous existons. And what about the name bouquiniste? Where does that come from? Alors, le mot bouquiniste dérive du moyen néerlandais médiéval, Bucklin. Bucklin, c'est un mot qui dérive de Buck, qui veut dire livre en moyen néerlandais, et qui a donné Bucklin, qui est un livre d'occasion, un petit livre usé, un livre 
un peu abîmé, de peu de valeur. And what kind of rare books can we find at a bouquinist stand? Ah, mais on peut trouver des trésors dans les chez les bouquinistes. J'ai un collègue qui a vendu il y a pas longtemps l'original de Madame Bovary de 1857. Il savait pas, il n'avait pas compris ce qu'il avait. Il l'a vendu ça à 8 euros. Non. Voilà. Bon, j'étais pas là pour l'acheter, c'est dommage. Ça m'aurait fait plaisir. Il y a des trésors sur les quais et pas nécessairement des livres de grand prix. On est le chaînon manquant entre la librairie de Neuf et la librairie de Bibliophilie. C'est-à-dire qu'on propose des livres qui ne sont plus disponibles chez le libraire de Neuf parce que épuisés chez l'éditeur, mais pas encore assez rares et précieux en général pour être chez le libraire de Bibliophilie. On, on, on comble une lacune, vous voyez Sauf qu'on la comble sur 4 km de quai, à travers à peu près 1000 boîtes. On vient sur les quais, on ne sait pas ce qu'on va trouver, mais on trouve toujours quelque chose. Et ça, c'est magique. So there are about 200 bouquinistes in Paris. What made you want to become a bouquiniste? Ah, on devient bouquiniste à la fois par hasard et pas par hasard. C'est un métier de, de liberté d'avant tout. C'est un métier de rencontre, de partage, d'échange incroyable. Vous rencontrez tout le monde sur les quais, le balayeur de chez Renault, mais aussi le patron de chez Renault. Vous avez les, les personnalités les plus incroyables qui, qui, qui passent ici parce que vous êtes dans la rue, vous êtes... L'accès est facile. Et puis les caisses, c'est la comédie humaine. Hein. Vous voyez passer tout le monde. So the bouquinistes are really associated with the image of Paris. Would you say that they're the ambassadors of the capital? Oui, oui. Euh, c est, c est... On est vraiment un symbole majeur de Paris au même titre que Notre-Dame, que la Tour Eiffel, que le Louvre. On est une... indissociable. Ça n'existe qu'à Paris. Et les bouquinistes parisiens sont un peu comme les gondoliers à Venise. On n'imagine pas Venise sans les gondoliers. On n'imagine pas Paris sans ses bouquinistes et leurs boîtes. Jérôme, thank you so much Merci for having us Many of you had questions about the Seine, especially about how clean it is. That's the case of Jonathan Tannenwald, who asks, do you think the plan to make the Seine swimmable will actually succeed? I certainly hope so. There is a very complex and costly cleanup underway with the idea of resuscitating the Seine, which for too long has been polluted by sewage. Now, the plan costs about 1.4 billion euros, and authorities are hoping it'll bring back some fish and foliage. And if all goes to plan, well, Parisians should be able to swim again in the River Seine. Uh, it was banned in 1923 because of pollution. And Mayor Hidalgo has promised that the athletes will be able to compete in the Seine in 2024 in the Olympics, just like they did when Paris hosted the first Olympics in 1900. Another question for you now, Flo. Brian Wesley Johnson asked, what's your favorite time of year on the Seine? That's a great question, Brian. I must admit it's particularly lovely in the springtime when the chestnut and linden trees are in blossom. But it's also a lot of fun in the summer because stretches of the banks turn into a temporary beach called Paris-Plage with all sorts of fun activities for Parisians stuck in the capital during the summer. But to be honest, the Seine is wonderful at any time of the year. It's really a breath of fresh air from the chaos of the city. It really is. Well, that's all the time we have for today's show on the Seine. Thank you for watching. And a big thank you to Louise Morer and Georges Esbeck for helping us coordinate the show. Now, if you have any of your own questions about France or the French, you can always tweet us at Phil Villeneuve. And we'll see you soon for another episode of French Connections Plus.